0: Thank you for joining us once again for another day of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have with us our majority of our party for the Ratbeak campaign, starting with our fighter. Do we have a fighter? Yes, <laughs> we do. James, well, playing for.
1: Yeah, James is half of a fighter, and our regular fighter is not here, so.
0: Right. <laughs> Sorry, I was like... I know what everyone's playing. I have no idea what anyone's playing. Uh, <laughs>
1: I thought I, I imagined that you were doing the point thing that you normally do, and it's like we we can't see you. You can't. Yeah, I can't tell if you're pointing. So to, you address pointing that, <laughs> to address that,
0: to address that, listeners, I'm sure you can tell that there's a definite, uh, definitive difference in how we sound today, and that's because we're doing things remotely. Not to totally timestamp this campaign session, but uh, the the COVID nineteen. Quarantine is currently uh, in full swing. And uh, so we can't get together, so we may as well keep playing. <clears throat> so we have our warlock.
2: Hello, I'm Elise playing Thistle, the half. Uh, no, I'm not a half elf. I lied. Yes, I am a half elf. Play the half elf warlock. It's been a
3: while. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Our barbarian. Ahanzi, the Yakfolk, played by Melanie. <laughs> our paladin.
4: Oh, Tori,
0: played by James, and our Claire,
1: Masami, played by Katie.
0: We got there.
1: Sticking here a little bit in the middle, but we got there.
0: (laughs) So, when we left off, the party was still in the boss's office, having just received 150 gold each and a uh, their fifth level of uh, character progression uh, for completing that uh, slime task. Yep, yep. So he offers, if you're up to it, did you two want? Did you all want to take one of the other two jobs? Because you know you're here. I like to hand the offers out early. If you take a day off to recuperate, that's your own business.
2: Yeah. What are the the two different
3: job offers?
0: Uh, I got a tough job and a silencing job. Let's go
3: tough. That was the one where they had said people had already died, I think.
0: On the tough job? Yeah, people have already died on the tough job.
2: Let's do it.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm
4: in.
2: You'll
3: all know. Right. All
1: right. We got we got a fresh new level on all of us, so uh there's you know, go big or go home, because I don't think we're gonna get level six anytime soon. So
3: I mean a single level does little to assuage me, but all right.
0: So, uh, as always, the boss sort of scrounges in the desk drawer, hands you guys a scroll, um, and says, oh, there you go. There's the info. It's not a lot, but I can tell you that your target is going to be hard to find, given the confines of where you're going to be trying to find it. What's going to be hard to find? Your target.
3: Target. Okay. 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 Well, um well. I guess we'll make our exit.
1: Any any um any hints or uh, advice to give us so we don't end up dead? Uh, don't die. I, thank you. Words of wisdom.
0: Details oh, are thanks. scant about what killed your compatriots. So, don't know. Don't tell you Fair what enough. to look out for you. Mm. So, uh Fuck off!
3: All right, okay,
1: okay we'll do. And, we, <laughs> and I, we, we, we off. We fuck.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you guys uh, adjourn from the office, and what you know, you're back in the heart of Beak again. What do you do? Uh, take a day to recuperate.
4: Everyone, how's everyone looking?
2: I honestly don't know. I When I leveled up, I was like, I'll just put my new maximum hit points. And so I don't know if I was missing any. Sorry. Yeah, it
1: doesn't look like I'm missing. I think we might have long rested before we turned into the last job.
0: Yeah, I think... I'm, I think, think we did. I think the only combat that you guys had uh, or encounter at all that you had after you long rested in the ta- uh, the dungeon, the slime dungeon, was... Like systematically getting chased around a large room by gelatinous cubes.
4: Yeah. If everyone's basically in good shape and not missing anything, we could honestly just kind of roll out.
1: Might want to grab a couple of essentials before we head out. I wouldn't mind getting some extra, like, potions and stuff just to be on the safe side.
0: That's fine. Well, as always, you buy at ninety percent of PHP price. So if you see, you know, want to buy potions of healing, then you know.
1: Alrighty. I'm gonna eventually make a sticky note and just stick it to my computer, and as to writing down what the ninety percent price of a healing potion is, because well, <laughs> that's I gonna be popular.
0: Forty-five gold, because they're fifty gold normally, right?
1: Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. I believe so. so.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and grab two healing potions.
3: Okay. I'm doing the same thing. Did you wanna buy uh
0: like a big potion that like is more powerful? Or did you just wanna buy a regular potion, two regular potions?
1: I think I'm just gonna stick with the two regular just because if we're if if I'm down to the point of using potions, it's uh, having an extra d4 is not really going to save us one way or the other. I just need to pe- I need people to not. Gotcha.
0: Cause like,
2: <clears throat> can you split, can you split a big potion and use it twice?
1: No, no. Mm-hmm. It's just more, it's not really action economy ish as far as the fact that like you, you'd have to then use an action on two separate turns to drink two, individual healing potions versus drinking one big
4: potions don't work if you don't drink all of it Yep, it's the magic because it requires it uh, i can't remember so what did the tough job like what do we have for info on the tough job other than it, it's killed people
1: it's uh, hard
0: it's it's you you need to track someone down
4: Okay, we're we're trying to go. We're basically bounty hunting or something right now. We're we're going after someone.
1: Ooh, I have Revivify. Yeah. Thank you, level five.
0: That's an important spell.
4: Okay. Uh, <clears throat> do we know who we're going after?
0: Uh, yeah. So, um, when you guys go to the door that you're instructed towards. Mm -hmm. Uh, you guys obviously have to go to the hall first and as always, you have to turn over the, the directions from the Mm -hmm. boss, uh, to like the master of that hall. And he goes, you know, okay, you know, the door you need to go to, and if I'm right, you got to chase down, uh, a nymph.
3: Hmm. All right
1: chase down and murder a nymph or just chase down a nymph and catch the nymph or
0: uh the hallmaster isn't sure he says just you know invoke the boss's name and p- play off of that
1: deal with the consequences got it
3: okay oh boy all
0: right well let's go All shopping done? Yes. Yeah.
1: It's about as much money as I want to drop right now, so we'll see.
0: So, you guys go up to the door, and the moment you open it, you know, black void, blah, blah, blah. Walk through, and you all are immediately in the thick of the Yalzar Majora's rainforest
3: oh
4: pleasant
0: the air is thick it's wet it's you know it's 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 a (laughs) lot. uh it's a whole thing yeah uh muggy comes to mind
3: yeah i imagine i am supremely uncomfortable
1: i will also second that as far as yeah i'm good at heat but i'm not good at wet
0: uh, thankfully, it's not actively raining, although it seemed to have been raining recently, as everything still glistens uh, with a I mean, fresh... Is it's never
2: not raining in the rainforest?
0: Huh? Is
2: it ever not raining in the rainforest? Well,
0: it's never not raining anywhere in the rainforest, but it's not always raining everywhere in the rainforest. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
0: Uh, okay, so... You guys are, you know, for you guys sort of just, like, walked out from a very, like, out-of-place runestone. Okay. You can see that the board that makes the door is nailed to the base of the runestone on the back side of it. Because the front side is facing a raised path. So this sort of runestone, I mean, you could easily see it from the road. It looks like it's some sort of, you know, mundane, you know, pilgrim shrine. You know, it doesn't seem that noteworthy. Right.
1: Can I do a quick either like religion or history check on it, though? Sure. Which Would it be more of a religion or hidden? Religion or history? Religion or history, which one would Uh, be more relevant? I
0: I think you'll get better information out of a history check.
1: Sweet, because I've got proficiency in history. Hold on. Hey, Hansi, we're close to your home.
3: Uh, I mean, technically speaking.
0: <laughs> close, but so, so far away.
1: <laughs> yeah. is <laughs> in the right continent. Uh, that yeah. is a fifth. Or no, 14.
0: So, what you know about these runestones in this part of the world is that they're, uh, they were emplaced by the Wanti. ...that live here, but uh, they primarily serve as, like, milestones. Um, So to those who know these parts really well, this runestone would tell them, Oh, I know exactly uh, where I need to go uh, from here.
1: Okay, so they're basically mile markers, essentially.
0: So, you know, to you guys, it's fucking... uh, Fucking... I have no idea. Uh, right. You'll probably recognize the symbol.
1: Uh... Okay, I'm gonna sort of make a make a note of whatever the symbol is. Hey, actually, um, Thistle, do you have more of your twine?
2: Yes, I always have more twine. Would you like not <laughs> get rope twine or regular twine?
1: Um, I think I was just gonna like try to. Tie a piece of twine somewhere on this, obviously, that we know that this is the one we got out of. Since the. Right, the
2: well, that's my the, job. I'll tie twine on.
1: I, I'm not. You know what? If you got your your union rules to do that, I'm going to let you do it.
0: <laughs> I I tie twine. So, like, do you just put like a belt on this thing or do you try to just drape it on top? Or?
1: Oh. I'm a fan of the belt. Yeah, but I'll do a bow I'm also not a really the union one pretty-looking
2: bow. With a pretty-looking bow, but with a super-complicated knot, so that it can't be easily, like, taken off. Mm-hmm. Do I need to do, like, a use rope check?
0: No.
1: Okay. Maybe I'll try order. to do it closer to the ground, that way it's not super obvious that there's a piece of twine around it, but we can also see it if we, like, walk up to it. Sure.
0: All right. So uh, you've adorned the rune stone with twine. What now?
2: Just, let's go on the path, and I'm gonna go out on a limb, guys, and say we should probably not leave the path.
1: I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't planning on it, but also, yeah, that's that's probably smart.
3: I, I can't imagine any of us know too much about the area.
1: Like it. That's not I got. Yeah,
2: you know, are folk that live in this area.
0: How do you know that?
2: I guess I... Thistle probably doesn't know that. At least knows that.
4: Might as well just get moving.
3: Yep. So, right? which, which way are we heading down the path?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the question, right? You guys sort of climb up uh, onto the raised path. It's not wide, but I wouldn't call it narrow either. It's definitely wide enough for, you know, two broad-shouldered people to stand next to each other or to pass each other. Um, but, you know, this is not a path that fields wagons or carriages or anything right um you know and in, and even though the sides are sort of built up and reinforced with with the stone uh this is just made of earth um and the sides can be slick
2: okay. I mean I always vote to go left so if there's like two different directions we can go in,
0: I mean, I have it's a a line. Go of course, there's two directions.
3: Then let's go left.
0: Okay. Um, so. so, do you want to know what you can see any of the direction, or are you just gonna go left?
3: Oh yeah, I mean, what what, <laughs> do, we, what, what do we see?
0: Uh, so standing up on the path. Once you guys all get up there, probably with not any small amount of mud now adorning yourselves.
2: Uh, oh, actually, um, let me. How how high up does a Tensor's floating disc go? Is it like 50 feet or something?
0: I don't know. Check your fucking spell. To, I just didn't know if anyone would, would know offhand.
1: Nope, that's way more wizardy than anything I usually play. If anyone should know
0: what a spell does that's on your spell list, it should be you.
2: Shush. Huck, nobody cares about your problems. Yeah, it goes... Um, No, three feet off the ground. Okay, that's not going to be very helpful. Sorry, I wanted to just, like see how high up I could go to, to see if I could see more in the other yeah. directions.
0: Um, all right. Now, Tensor's floating disc is forever, always, and nothing but a disc that flows just above the ground for either you to ride on or for you to carry shit on.
1: It's a segue, basically.
0: Yeah.
4: I mean, it's just a, uh, like, you know, pallet cart type thing. Yep. Like any big box store, Costco, all those. Pallet jack. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: That's all it's ever allowed to be. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, what do we see in the two directions then? <clears> oh, <throat> uh, Okay. Thank you. Um, so, as you guys approach the road, um, you can still clearly see the runestone behind you. Uh, and looking off to the right, you can see that the path, uh, branches off in the distance into a fork. And, the left, you can see, uh, that it turns rather sharply, uh, to the left um, and disappears into the tree line somewhat quickly from where you are. To the
1: left. Does the right look the same or what are, what's our other options?
0: So, yeah, I started with the right. The right splits into a
1: fork. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, left. Let's do that.
3: Can I tell based on. Position of the sun, maybe, if if we can actually see the sun. Can I tell maybe what direction we're going geographically?
0: Yeah, you can. Give me a nature check.
3: That is a... Nature? Uh, that is a 16.
0: So, you realize... Uh, while trying to perform this analysis, that part of the reason why this path is so raised up, like it is, is to help combat the canopy of the rainforest. Um, so, like, there's no tree cover on this path, uh, and for okay. the majority of the 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 slope of it, there isn't any either. Um. So, you know you can sort of realize that, okay, like this is like, I, not only can you tell that going left goes south and going right goes north. Um, but you can also tell, like, as long as you guys stay on the path, you'll be able to tell what direction you're going pretty well. Okay. Because the canopy doesn't really obscure you. All right.
3: All right. Well, that's, that's good. All right, then, were we taking the forked path or the one that disappears into the tree line?
4: I mean, oh, where would a nymph be? Probably deeper into the trees.
0: No, it doesn't disappear into the tree line. That's that's the wrong takeaway. The left turns left. Oh, okay. Okay. Go left a ways and then it turns left. So So just out of view. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got
1: you. I vote for left. Sounds like enough of a plan for me, so let's do it.
3: Sure. <laughs> the most nonchalant adventuring party. For mm-hmm. fucking real. <laughs> I mean,
0: there's not a lot to build these choices off of right now. Right. I get that, but like... <laughs> I
4: mean... We're literally at a fork at a fork in a road.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we you could pull on direct- Gandalf it and see which one smells better. But like, I, I figured that was probably mm. not gonna. It smells like rain and forest. Hooray! <laughs> smells like wet and mud. Yay! All right, we're going left. All
0: right, so you guys go left. And it, you know, as I pointed out, it turns left. Um, and in doing so, uh, you sort of, you know, don't have to travel very long. And you realize the path up here is actually quite dry. Uh, another one of the benefits of it being so raised up and exposed to the sun. And a lot of the mugginess has also left you. Uh, sorry about
2: the choir. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear punk on my end.
0: Uh, anywho, so as you guys sort of make that bend uh, and turn left, you can see in the distance, not quite the distance, mind you, probably at least a mile or more, but you can see in the distance that uh, uh, there is about... There, there is a, 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 a village... Far off, away, and about halfway between you and that village is a T intersection that breaks away
3: to the right. Okay. Um, I mean, the village would maybe be a, a better place to start than we first thought.
2: Um, I'm sorry, I missed half of that. So dealing with cats, there is a village, and what what else was there?
0: Uh, I'm drawing it right now, but basically what you need to know is uh, the pathway that you guys are taking. um, There is.
1: So the the, does the path circumvent the village like the village is like on the road, but not like near the road the does the road sort of just like dodge it or
0: like i said i've got a image here that i'm going to just post because Sweet. i'm struggling to describe but here <clears throat> the little uh maroon box is where you started you go up into the road that goes left or right you turned left turned left along that path uh. and halfway you know down a ways, you can see a village, and then halfway between you and that point, there is a break off yeah. to the right.
4: Okay, got okay. it.
0: Cool, okay. Uh, that being said, uh, this this path does seem to sort of taper down uh, when it gets closer to the village.
3: What time of day okay. is it?
0: Uh, it's probably middle of the day, far as you can tell.
2: All right. Um, I thought we'd start in the village, you know, ask ask around if the boss has said that, like, other, you know, groups have tried this and people have even died. I'm sure that the villagers know what's going on and can at least point us in the right direction.
1: Or if they haven't heard anything about it and we might need to just try walking the other direction, so yeah. we'll see.
4: Or they're the ones who killed all the adventurers.
3: Just a cheery thought. I guess we'll find out
1: great yeah sure that's fair
0: yeah all right, so you all
2: approach- I want before we go I want to disguise myself to make myself look like I have more muscles than I really do just to be a little bit more like intimidating and tough
1: which is extra fun because you're like definitely the shortest in the party by a long shot yep. <laughs> it's just <laughs> blending in
0: even our short person's got muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so you guys approach the village and you can see uh by the time you get to the the t intersection that uh this is less of a village uh and maybe more of a crossroads or an outpost because this place looks really defended uh it mm. has It it is not only uh got some raised earth to it before you can get into the cross like the the settlement proper but it has like um spikes in that sort of scaled up earth it's got you know 10 foot tall walls uh in addition to that um you know there's a there's a uh wood and pulley uh or not portal's gate and... Excuse me. Really? <gasps> oh, pardon. I, I knew it was coming, and I was like, waiting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and you can see in the the distance, the most perceptive amongst you at least, uh, that this is a T settlement of some sort. You can see... Uh, one T amongst the uh, the wall,
1: and are you auntie in this? Are, are they? Chi- I don't know in in this campaign setting. As far as like, are you Ante known to be like chill? Or are they more just like go fuck yourselves? Or are they gonna like murder us on site? Like, is there a sliding scale?
0: So, are relation- the snake people right? Yeah, they're snake people. Snake <laughs> if you're if you're sassy um
1: we had to fight a snampire in another campaign so it's a whole thing
0: <laughs> okay so i would say that if why don't, why don't, the those interested why don't you guys give me um knowledge checks all right either history or uh Local's not a thing anymore, so yeah, history.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh that is nineteen. Sixteen
3: for me. Okay. Eleven.
0: Nineteen. And torn?
4: Uh I didn't check. No, I don't give a (laughs) shit. If
0: they respond with violence, I'll respond in kind. So We had a 19, a 16, and an 11, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, I'll start describing it, and I'll tell you when the skill checks cut off. So you all know that the Wan'ti are, you know, they're they're a snake people. Uh, Most of them are, you know, walk around upright on two feet like humans, and many of them... Uh, that don't do that have like a sort of centaur situation where they're like humanoid chest, snake bottom, and snakish head. Uh, and they are the most dominant civilization of the rainforest. And that's where um, Thistle's information is going to fall off. Yeah. Uh, to the other two of you, you you know that the one T are a uh, savage is a is an inappropriate term. They are efficient people. Um, they they care very much about form, but never at the cost of function. And in doing so, and in applying that to other methods of like running a civilization they are never outward outwardly aggressive unless it they they've deemed it to be the right decision uh and that's where melanie uh sorry um it's better if i remember but thank you uh (laughs) that's what that's where a information is going to fall off Okay. Uh, Masami, you're going to also remember that um, one of the big things when it comes to interacting with the Wan T is manners and etiquette are very important with their culture. Um, and while they recognize that other races, especially races they don't come in contact with very often, are not going to know uh, what their manners and etiquette expectations are, an effort goes a long way in making a good impression.
1: Okay. That's good to know. I will share that with the group before we get into the, into the, uh, into the city. be like, you no, know, they, they're very, we're, it's a little bit hill folky where, you know, we're, everything's a little bit fun, uh, function over form and they have their own way of doing things, but we should absolutely be on our best behavior and try our damnedest not to not to be rude, because they will not take kindly to that. So,
2: is it something like if they bow, we should bow as well?
1: I would think you know, matching in kind would go a long way. I, even if it's, I, I think, I think the effort—if giving a good effort—is always taken kindly, even if we're not necessarily doing the right thing at the right time. Um, I might run. But say, th- if this will so I run point on this, my, that might not be a bad idea, because if nothing else... I, I mean, assuming... I don't know how common half-orcs are out here, but we tre- generally are are smiled upon when we come up to places just by the nature of ho- what we do.
2: Yeah, I'm fine
0: with that. And like two it. brawlers, say nothing.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm not... Terrible much for conversation, but they sound a lot like my people in general. Uh, just be respectful. Yeah,
2: so let's start making our way to town. You know, is there is there, like, a gate
0: that's guarded, or can we just walk into town? So, as I described, there is a gate. Um, but as you all approach, you're stopped about 60 feet ahead, um... Uh, the gate is closed in front of you and you hear a command to stop. It's in rather rough common. Um, what's the highest passive perception in the party?
2: A Ahansies.
1: Probably mine, actually. I've I have got a first, to... uh... Oh, yeah, no, that's right. I'm a 13.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm a 14. Sorry. 13,
0: 14, and 16, was it? A 15. 15. Okay, um... All right, uh, <clears throat> Torin, what's yours? 10. 10? OK. Uh, well, oh, i was looking the wrong thing. I'm also 10. Sorry. Oh, OK. So uh, Ahanzi and Masami, you two can detect uh, that there is presences um, in the bush to your left and to your right.
2: Oh,
3: okay. Without
0: making a dedicated effort, you can't tell what those presences are, but you can hear, you know, a twitch or, uh, you know, a shudder of leaves, uh, you know, a twig snaps, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, okay. So you can tell that you're being sandwiched right now, um, but not sure by what without giving away that you know.
3: Okay. I, I won't say anything or make any motions to indicate that I do know.
1: Yeah, same. I think I'm going to poker face. If I, if I can tell that uh, Hanzi also probably heard that wrestling, I'm going to just sort of chill and just keep it up.
0: All right. So <clears throat> the uh, command rings a second time and then after that a, oh
1: I I would have assumed oh, we yeah, stopped in the first uh, yeah. first one up
0: I I assumed that that was also the case they say it a second time all the same
1: okay um, being thorough I can respect that
0: uh, and with that a uh, you all can pretty cl- pretty plainly see in the distance uh, a black rope twisting on the path towards you uh, better vision amongst you and and sharper senses will tell that it's a snake um but uh as it approaches within 30 feet of the party it sort of uh transforms very quickly almost as if like a druid wild shaped uh transform animorphs yeah uh it's maybe with less frames of animation uh we're not, not gonna, gonna do go... like
1: not gonna do the whole book cover but like maybe like three of them
0: yeah well my we're not going full werewolf of London that we'll say it that way uh, but uh oh sorry what was what is that is it no it's American werewolf in London yeah that's the movie I'm thinking of
3: ah okay
0: uh that's a that's a very thorough scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> so after the, that transformation what appears before you is a one t this one t is clad in studded leather armor and is uh brandishing a cutlass and a shield uh the chain coif uh sort of puffs up and recesses with the the coil uh of his cloak Um, that is, you know, part of his body. He does not point the weapon at the party, but he does clearly seem to be ready for combat. All right. Uh, and then he speaks. More adventurers. I assume you are here from vermin something rat beak.
1: You
2: know, uh, look, more look or less my
1: hands hands up. Up. I'm sorry uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of like not have my hands on my weapon just sort of casually in conversation and just sort of nod along and be like uh, yeah I believe so that we've heard there were others that came before us but um, yes yes we are
0: the one um, T uh, sheaths his cutlass but keeps his shield in a very defensive manner, as if he's ready to protect himself.
1: Oh, that's totally valid.
0: Um, and then you hear him sort of hiss uh, at both sides of the road, um, and the presences that you two detected, um, you can hear them leave. Okay. Can never be too safe in these times. But absolutely valid. Your predecessors, your progenitors, have fouled the relations.
1: Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I I don't know who they were, but I I apologize on their behalf.
0: Apologies are plenty and kind. But my cousin's life you cannot give back.
1: Oh I am so sorry. Uh, yeah fortunately we're we, we try to be on our best behavior but some of the people that also come from the same place as us are generally uh, less so as far as manners and the like
2: and we have been told that those who came before us did not make it back so I don't know if it's any consolation to you to know that you know those who took the life of your cousin are uh, you know just dead at this point. Uh, You know, I I hope that that brings you a little bit of comfort. Is there anything that we can do to help make up for what those who came before us have done?
0: Uh, The snake sort of halfway interrupts you with exasperated hiss uh, and draws his cutlass again and then swashbuckles it across his shield. The metal clanging clearly a, uh, like a, a command, Because what produces from that is four pikes raised from upon the battlements, each of which is uh, adorned with a corpse.
3: That'll solve it.
0: Oh, good. He continues, we found them dead. My cousin amongst them. He, well, they endeavored to us to help us with our issue which is assumedly why you're here as well but in doing so it was deemed appropriate to lend one of our most talented trackers and hunters my kin to aid them in this foreign land to their senses but they made grievous errors easily detectable in their movements and patterns that we tracked. They clearly disregarded my cousin's advice on multiple turns, and it cost them their lives, and most overly so his own.
1: Always pay attention to the locals, guys. Jeez. I am so sorry for your loss. Um, We have no intention of replicating their mistakes, obviously but, yeah. Needless I, we, to
0: say, the option will not be there. Come inside, have food, have shelter, but then do your task. You will take no more blood from my people.
1: Oh, Nobody's- absolutely. We will- That's fair. We, wouldn't have, we, we were not even going to assume or invoke any sort of need for that. Uh, again, our deepest condolences.
2: No, he's, we'll we'll take any uh, you know verbal advice that you have to give us that we can bring with us, but we would never ask you to.
0: He's already turned uh, away, know. and at your request for <laughs> verbal advice, he spits on the ground, and you can see his Icarus venom sort of singe the earth.
1: Neat. So nobody French kissed the yuanti
3: <clears throat> I mean, wasn't landing
1: on it? I just, uh, look, we don't have a bard in the party, but I feel like it goes, it should go without saying, but you never can sometimes not. Any? Uh, let's, we're going.
3: <laughs> we're following the
0: Uanti. Yeah, as he returns, the gate opens before him and stays open for you all to enter. Uh, doing so, you guys realize that this is, I mean, this is a military encampment. This is this is a citadel in the middle of nowhere. Um, perhaps on the outskirts of Wanti uh, land. Um, but, you know, this place has very few permanent structures. Most of them are, you know, hide and tanned leather tents. Um, and yeah, like, there's Wanti warriors sharpening their weapons, training, uh, there's a couple Wanti abominations, which for the uh, uninitiated are. Maybe you don't know them by this name, but you'll definitely see them. Um, Wanti abominations are basically like uh, Incredible Hulk versions of Wanti. They're like 12 feet tall, muscled from ankle to head. They're just monstrous versions of themselves. Uh, Okay. And they also clearly have in their employ two Titanoboas. Ooh. Great beasts of war and burden. These massive snakes are just sort of idly coiled up on themselves, just sort of, you know, taking in the day's sun, but seemingly on watch. Uh, And at the most leisure of guesses could probably lash at a 20 foot range at any moment.
2: Do you not
3: like? Well, um, does he lead us anywhere in particular or has he just kind of let us into the encampment and left us behind?
0: Um, more of the latter than the prior but uh he did mention that you're all welcome to food and okay. shelter um and there's very clearly like there's like the the barracks for where there might be spare beds is very obvious uh and the um you know the cafeteria or the where the cooking is happening is also fairly obvious So, while he does not directly guide you to either of those places, um, they're clearly very available to you.
3: Okay. I'll go get food. I'll... I'll sample, I I guess, if if I don't want to be the only one walking over. Um, Though I will kind of lean over to Masami and just say, like, who who do you think we should speak to for more information on the, the nymph?
1: Um, well, like I said, they... And, uh, if their best tracker already got... Wrecked by this, I would think that we would probably be looking for maybe somebody else in that same sort of tracking variety. But I don't know who would that would where that person would be necessarily. Hmm.
3: I mean, I'm a I'm a decent hunter, but I'm very very unfamiliar with this kind of territory. Um. Is there anybody around who does look like they'd make up more of, like, a hunting party?
0: Uh, You definitely see, you know, a a detachment of the like that are positioned here. um, That are, you know, rather than keeping their blades sharp or, you know, mending their armor, are tending to fletchings and, you know... Making sure that their the hafts of their javelins are well weighted, so you could probably assume that those more ranged oriented one T could be your your lead.
3: Okay. Uh, do you want to continue to do the talking, Masami?
1: I can certainly try. Um, my charisma is garbage. Let's see how this goes.
3: I mean, yeah, I can. My charisma is flat. No, I'm sorry, mine's a negative one.
1: Hey, same hat. <laughs> My inside's good as shit, though, so that's why it's 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 good for me to be like part of like if Thistle does the actual talking and I do the uh, do the listening. It's it's a pretty good deal.
3: <laughs> I'm good at murdering things, guys.
1: <laughs> Barbarians, barbarian, barbarian. Bar- bar- that's called barbarian diplomacy.
2: Yeah. Well, Melanie, if you point out to me, you know, who looks like the one who would most likely be, you know, a hunter or a tracker, because that's something that I probably wouldn't know, um, then I then I can go over to them uh, and... Uh, I don't... I, I'm not going to, like, bow, but I'll do a little, like, you know... Not not even a submissive thing, but just to, like, show, show my respects. Um, then I'm very sorry to, to hear of what became of... Uh, you know your your colleague. That is most unfortunate. Uh, we we don't wish to end up in the the same boat, but we are going after you know, the same end goal. Can you at least point us in the right direction of where we should be looking for for this nymph? The
0: uh, most of them ignore you. Uh, not. Rudely, They're just sort of absorbed in their tasks. Uh, but one of them sort of walks over to your group um, after hearing you. And she uh, strings her bow and knocks an arrow with a particularly interesting shaped head. And she looks around... And then looks at one particular direction, and then takes a good forty-five degree angle and looses the arrow in that direction. And it leaves the camp in some great distance beyond, going that direction, uh, screeching the whole way.
3: Oh,
1: that's cool.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. We will we will use that information to to try to do what we can. To, to help out your tribe and village.
0: She gives the slightest nod, and then goes back to her task.
2: And I'll say kind of like loud enough to the party, but also so that she can hear me. Um, well, it seems like this tribe has already uh, you know, wasted a lot of, not wasted because they didn't waste the time, but it seems like this tribe has been waiting a long time for this problem to be solved. So I say that we, we, go and and solve this problem as fast as we can.
1: I agree. We, you know, faster we solve this and faster they can at least get some sort of, you know, the problem gets solved and they can start going about their business.
3: Do we want to find out exactly what the problem is? We know we're tracking a, a nymph, but why?
2: I'm not uh, too sure that the... We- Anybody here will give us any more information.
3: That's fair, I guess.
1: Also, out of curiosity, did we recognize any of the other bodies that were on the pikes? Did we know those motherfuckers that came before us and basically made this harder than it should be because they're ass? (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) No, you don't recognize them.
3: Who is the oldest
0: wantee that that I see? The oldest, yeah. Um, okay. There is a elder uh, wantee sitting in a circle of three with two other similarly clad uh, wantee near the central bonfire of the camp. Uh they the these ones are adorned in very in more ornamental and uh traditional attire by relation to the rest of this very military outfit. Um that being said, they uh the oldest one turns to you as you approach um, you two can you can see his old murky eyes are heavily cataracts. So if he can see you, it's not very clearly. Um, he says, "Ah, the waters told me that there would be more interesting corals to come through these parts." Is that you all?
2: Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and I'm gonna kind of like gesture to to the rest of the party and go. Uh, you know, we we come to to do what we can to help you. Uh, I was always taught by my elders growing up that it that when seeking advice we should go to those with the most wisdom to offer. So I wanted to know what what do you need done with this nymph? What problem are we trying to solve? And And how may we best be of help to you?
0: As he begins to speak, you can see in the, the, the party can see motes of fire, uh, form small little globes and bounce off of the main fire and sort of, uh, cast shapes that that are sort of relevant to the things he's saying. Uh, He says, there is more to this nymph than there is to be said. There is many old things in the rainforest, many things undiscovered. Tis why it is important for us to have foreign eyes come and explore where we have known to be sacred or to be left alone. It is important, perhaps more so than ever, that this menace be put to, well, elsewhere. But I do not know the answer. I do not know it all. And that is where my brilliance comes from.
2: So, you, do we need to relocate this nymph? Uh, or should we relocate this nymph and all, like, do air quotes, you know, to to the underworld?
0: Or the afterlife? Uh, to that, the... Um... The elder seems to really think long and hard, uh, and you can see his uh, his hand sort of palms at the earth, uh, and he digs at the bonfire's edge and grabs a fistful of ash, and sort of like coats it on the ground in front of him and draws uh, a river in the ash uh and he says the world is massive both sides of the shore are the same sometimes
2: I'm sorry I don't understand
0: uh The elder sort of shakes his head and...
1: What, you don't speak cryptid old old man? (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, Shakes his head and says, I only know the words that the spirits tell me to speak. I cannot be more clear. Or less clear. I believe the screeching arrow gave direction. You will find your answer there. But stay weary sleep lightly and tell your furry folk to well mind the mites
1: big yikes mm. <laughs> just like so like slowly turn to look at Hanzi who is mostly mostly fur
3: i am all fur right
1: so, I, w- I gather that this nymph is an interloper in your hallowed spaces?
0: Tis a space that is sacred for where it treads.
3: Hmm. Well, we're losing daylight we won't be able to find an arrow in the dark.
2: Fair enough. Thank, thank you very much for for your wisdom. Uh, we we greatly appreciate it, and we we hope to do what others have not been able to do to bring peace and prosperity back to uh, your tribe here.
0: Need the older... The elder simply nods a few times.
2: Alright, so I guess we should go, you know, direction of the era. I don't think we'll get any more
3: concrete information from anybody here. It doesn't seem like it. They just want it gone. I don't know if they know or care how. Yeah, so from what I gathered from that, you know...
2: This nymph is basically like intruding on their sacred space. They don't like that. So I say going into this, you know, I don't, I don't want to kill anything from the fae. Uh, I fear that my patron would not like that very much. Uh, so if we can convince the nymph to, you know, to to relocate to find somewhere else to go, that I would like to do that before resorting to
1: violence. I will also say, from what the elder mentioned about the the river being different, I'm wondering if the Feywild is bleeding into this place, and that's why the nymph is it, if the nymph is either behind that or causing it or a result of that. So Ooh, yeah, I don't know. Might want to keep an eye out to make sure that we are not accidentally stumbling into the Feywild if we can help. Again. Hmm. Yeah. Again.
3: I don't necessarily feel like he was talking about an actual river. Uh, I think so I, I
2: took it to be of like life, death, same journey
3: on on you know the river. Sometimes, sometimes the path is. Sometimes different paths lead to the same result. Yeah,
2: or he was just a super old snake man with dementia, and we shouldn't look too deep into it. But anyways, let's go find... Did some that cool shit with
1: the fire, though, so, you know, A-plus uh, pyrotechnics. That's very
3: cool. <laughs> Alright. uh, which... <laughs> which direction was the arrow loosed in? That one, point. Southwest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess we'll... We'll go southwest. Um... And you said it was a different looking arrowhead? You said it was a very unique-looking arrowhead? Yeah.
1: From the, the ble- brief glance that I got from it, what I assumed that the arrowhead was basically designed to make that noise?
0: Mm-hmm. Correct.
1: Okay. I am totally picking that up when we, if and when we find it and recreating that at some point, because that's neat mm-hmm. as fuck.
3: Hmm. Alright, well, uh... Good lord, I, I guess just based on the trajectory of the arrow, could I kind of sort of estimate maybe how far we need to go?
0: To get to the arrow itself?
3: In, in general?
0: Um... I mean, we don't know if the
1: arrow actually landed on where we need to go. It might have just given us a sense of direction. So yeah, help. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, mean, though I would, I would find the, the, the arrow and like have it just be stuck in the backside of a of a pixie and just have it be like <laughs> that's what really, it's like. They literally hit it from like two hundred, mi- like I like I hit it from a hundred miles away. <laughs>
3: So, like we get there and there's some Faye drumming its fingers on the ground just like, Is this yours? They
0: have like Thorn in her foot like the fucking lion.
3: <laughs> no, it just reminds me of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Is this yours? It yeah. struck my foot. <laughs> <laughs> um but all right, I, I guess I guess we're uh, going in the direction at least of the arrow. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if you want to try and find the arrow itself, you can give me a survival check to see if you can track it, but...
3: Uh, I can... I can try to do that. Cat, don't step on my keyboard.
1: Stop. Would I be able to assist her with my perception, as far as, like, eagle-eye looking out for it? Um, maybe. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it.
3: that is an 18 for survival. Okay. So yeah, you
0: you you're very confident that you guys got to the right area that the area that the arrow fell in. But let's talk about some of the travel up to that point. So okay. you, you guys leave the uh this the little military camp uh and head straight into the rainforest. I mean, there's there's nothing but that, you know. To go that Mm -hmm. direction, there's no raised, you know, chill path. It's just, well, we're going southwest, we gotta immediately go into there, or, you know, take a path south, south and then cut west, and that makes things complicated. So, you guys step into the brush, and the moment the first of you step into the jungle all of the animal sounds, all of the birds in the trees uh, stop.
3: Oh. Uh Uh-oh. That's concerning.
1: Yeah, I don't like that at all. Now, when you said that when the first of us step off the path, do the rest of us hear the noises stop? Okay.
0: So, so... It's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a point of that, but I'm not trying to make it sound supernatural. You know, humans and, you know, yak folk in this situation are not normal in secluded parts of the world. So when we invade those places... It's, pr- it's a pretty common reaction for the local wildlife to, like, shut up. Yeah, so shut this, is, this
1: is definitely one of those sort of, like, everybody shut the fuck up, the teacher's back.
0: Yeah. So All right. It doesn't feel supernatural. This doesn't go on for eons in all directions. Uh, but the moment you guys sort of breach, you know, the line between the wild and the civilized... There's a very, like, visceral threshold that you guys cross. Uh, and you can feel that the jungle welcomes you in that way. Okay. So it might be off-putting, and you guys might be on guard for a few moments, but... You know. It's not like ten panthers then jump out of the shadows to eviscerate you guys.
1: No, that's a mile down <laughs> the road. <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, so after that moment, it's pretty mundane as you guys travel. So. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. You guys travel and you feel like you're in the area where the arrow fell. Now give me a perception.
3: Me or uh, Masami? Whoever wants
0: to try and find the arrow.
1: Uh, probably. I probably have the best perception. Um, oh, that's good. That's uh, 18 plus 5 is 23.
0: Yeah. You're able to recover the arrow. The shaft is horribly broken uh, from the impact of hitting a, a clearly a stone. Uh, but it is recoverable.
1: I am keeping that because that seems nifty, and I want to re- remake that at some point, maybe because professional curiosity.
0: Yeah, it's it's very simple. It, it's uh, it's clearly like some sort of bone or ker- uh, keratin uh, knob instead of an arrowhead that is uh, carved to function like a whistle.
1: Hmm, neat.
0: So being shot into and through air forces the whistle to scream. Interesting. This, by the way, is totally based off of a real thing.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know I've seen these before.
0: Uh, and they're super fucking cool. Uh, I highly recommend it. if this is something that seems interesting to you, just search like, like the sc- like death screaming arrows, you'll find it. It's, it's pretty rad. Um,
1: big fan I'm definitely it's, not that I use a bow and arrow but if I did I'd be absolutely making some of the. <laughs>
0: alright so um, you all are, are at that location and you can discern you know southwest from this point further but you all have also had to travel at half pace ever since coming into the brush I believe yeah. none of you have anything to to stop that right
3: i don't believe so no
2: i will cast tensors floating disc and just float along
3: slowly
0: you, at the base of it. i mean you how how big is fit is the disc Six I feet
2: in diameter.
0: How much? Three
2: feet in diameter.
0: So do you really think that a three foot wide disc could traverse the underbrush of a jungle?
2: I mean, if I'm floating, you know, three feet off the ground.
4: Trees.
0: Thank you. Uh.
1: <laughs> I love how James hasn't said anything for like...
3: 30 minutes 20 minutes yeah <laughs> and then just trees
0: <laughs> well he get he, he got my point from the beginning but at least like, yeah no let me try and wiggle through this and i'm like no fucking really No, that it's, no, it's because very trees. dense and
4: we have to can't wiggle through the path. trees
0: yeah all right let's take a quick fiver um mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a little been a little over an hour so it's uh let's take a minute stretch our legs maybe get some coffee and we'll come Alrighty. back. So go ahead and consider your guys' next move as we do, as we do so. Alright, break has been had. You guys are in the jungle. You have your you know direction of further southwest, assumedly, and have seen no signs of the nymph that you're here to find.
3: Okay, well, would we even know what a nymph looks like uh, if we saw it? I don't
0: know. What do you guys know about <laughs>
3: nymphs? Uh, I would like to find out.
0: Um, All right, make those rolls. Record them in the the text chat if you're able. While I go and grab my monster manual because I don't have it.
3: Cool beans.
1: Can I do a history? Is a history check allowed? I'm. I feel like a history check is something I'm good at.
0: All right, what do we got?
1: I went ahead and rolled history cuz I don't know if that would be yeah. Huh.
0: Are they not in this book? Are they in Tom of foes Uh
4: I don't know that they're in 5th edition to be honest. Hmm. I don't think they're in the original monster manual, so they'd have to be in Tom of foes if they're in the game.
0: I was surprised uh, that um, there's no uh, Phoenix in Fifth Edition.
4: Uh, Tomophos, I think, added it, but it oh. wasn't in the base originally. Yeah, yeah, that Which was like an up. odd one to leave out. Okay, let's see. here. Yeah,
1: I don't see any. I don't see any nymphs coming up on uh, the Monster Search on D and D Beyond, so maybe not.
0: Yeah, I've found something. Um, It's SRD, but... That looks good enough. That's fine. Um... All right, so... Let's see here. We have two big whiffs and two decent rolls. Uh, Okay, so there's only going to be one little factoid that um, Thistle will know that... You won't, uh, Masami. Sorry, Ahanzi. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the two of you know that nymphs are fae. Uh, probably all of you know that they're fae. They, you know, even Torn would be like, I'm pretty sure that's fae. Uh, but, you know, you know that they speak Sylvan. You know that they, um, you know, they're, they're not... Really, combatants—they're not fighters. So, uh, whatever you guys are about to get into is going to be more of a whimsical uh, situation with with magic and trickery, rather than a, a straightforward fight. Um, but uh, you know that they 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 tend to consider themselves protectors of nature, kind of like dryads do, although. Where a dryad is more one with nature, nymphs are fae that protect nature. Um, they're
1: they're dryad cosplayers,
0: basically. Uh, <laughs> and then the one thing that Thistle will know is that uh, one of the biggest um, strengths of the nymph is their resistance to magic, and they they are immune to the charms that they spread Ooh,
3: okay hmm. okay so beware of trickery is
1: the the, the old- general
3: consensus
1: yeah, the old snake did mention, you know, sleep lightly. So chances are this thing is this thing can probably fuck with your dreams too.
3: All right. Well, have we seen any any kind of signs of travel through the area at all other than our own?
0: Uh give me a survival check for that.
3: All right. Fucking stuck in the corner of my dice box. That's a seventeen.
0: So you see that there are, you know, there's there's other tracks. Yeah, um, they're all like animals. Okay. Uh, for, to be sure, um. You know, nothing else that clearly you would identify as, you know, other bipedal uh, footfalls.
3: Okay. And, I mean, I can't imagine tracks would stay for very long in such a a wet area anyway. No. (sighs) Okay, I guess we just keep heading in the direction we were given. Mm hmm
0: so, uh, you all can sort of hear a music in the distance.
1: Oh, I don't like that at all.
0: It's, it's a single, uh, oh man, what are, oh, is it a liar? Yeah. Is it a liar what I'm thinking of?
1: Uh, lyres are like little handheld harps. Yes,
0: so. it is a liar yeah. what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, so you can hear a a lyre in the distance, um, and it's not really playing anything in particular. It's just sort of a series of single notes uh, being played. Um, they're pleasant to the ear, uh, but it, it this is not quick enough to really constitute as a song. This is arguably just someone practices you know practicing or or e- maybe even like. Tuning it in the middle of the woods.
3: Okay.
1: I don't like that at all. Mm,
2: any, so before we go in sight, any spells or anything we can cast on each other to uh, help us get through?
3: Uh... Don't know. Definitely
1: not for me.
4: I can I can shield one person because protection from good and evil. But
1: yeah, I've got that as well.
4: It can't be multi spread or anything.
2: All right, well, then I hope so we just go towards the
3: music.
0: Okay. Um, so as you approach that uh, source of song, <laughs>
3: uh,
0: you can see that uh, the whole jungle gets darker. Um. Spooky. Perhaps not unnaturally so, maybe just the canopy is thicker up ahead. Um, And you can look behind you and see that it's still brighter in that direction, but you can overall see that going forward, there's less natural light. So to the point where everything is dimly lit.
3: Mm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you can also hear the sort of babbling of a brook sort of joining in with that music as you get
1: closer. Oh, hey, it's that river that that old guy totally mentioned and is actually a river. Yay.
3: <laughs> I mean, maybe. The river
1: was not just a metaphor, guys.
3: <laughs> I mean, a brook is a mite smaller than a river.
1: It's running water. I'm taking this as a win. <laughs>
0: Uh, That's fair. So as the... Who, who's in front at this point?
3: I guess it would be me if I was tracking the direction.
0: So the moment you sort of peel away one more branch to get line of sight on the brook, and you do do that, um, you can see that uh, not only does the liars' music Immediately stop mid-note, and to the point where all you can hear is the jungle around you and the small, you know, brook in front of you uh, that is cascading down maybe a three-foot waterfall cliff. So just like a little little break. Uh, you can see near that point is a is a very smoothed stone just outside of the wet and this whole little clearing here is covered in bioluminescent fungi this soft blues and radiant olive colors sort of the only light in the area at this point
1: this is some like underdark shit dang
3: I can dig it. Um, I, do I see the source of the music at all, uh, or where ahead. it was? Go ahead, Thistle. Oh,
2: I was just going to do something silly. Well, not silly. I was going to say I resist the temptation to go and like squish one of the multicolored mushrooms to see what happens.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, let's 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 put that farther down the down down the to do list if we can. Thanks. <laughs> I resisted. I'm not about I'm like I'm not outright saying no. I'm just saying maybe later. Later. Like that's like plan F. <laughs>
0: there we go. Uh Sorry, I'm changing you guys' nicknames.
4: Yeah, that's fine. I will take this moment to actually cast Protection from Good and Evil on myself, though.
0: Okay. Alright. Um, I think I spelled everyone's names right. Uh, okay, so... You asked if there's any indicator of the instrument, or does this, this sound the source of the sound? Yes. Um, like I said, uh, no, it's not clearly visible. Not without you know investigating the area.
2: Okay. Well, then we should investigate the area.
1: I'm gonna do a perception check to see if I can see any kind of movement or anything. Cool. Is there anything twitching so much in this area? Like, is there, is there something hiding from us or has hidden from okay. us? Um, All right,
0: go ahead. And then does someone want to make an investigation for the surrounding area? Yep, i investigate. Okay.
2: Oh,
1: sweet. it was
0: a nineteen. Twenty two. Okay. So uh you don't perceive any threats whatsoever. Uh in fact, the only thing that you notice um is uh <clears throat> a a single um like big banana leaf is ha. Uh, was sort of shaking a little bit as if it had been recently disturbed
2: and is that something i see or Masami's? That's,
0: that's what masami detects with her perception okay. your investigation reveals that um among that shiny like shiny or smooth stone um there is a small uh and when I say small, I mean like, you know, it would be a belt pouch or or smaller to you, Thistle. So to some of the members of your party, this is like, you know, something you put five coins in and hand to somebody. You know, this is a small container um, near the underside of the the stone, and it just has a little, a couple of berries and a little. Uh, loaf of bread.
3: Like the tiniest loaf of bread. Yeah. That is
2: adorable. Um all right, well I will, you know, pick up the bag and you know, keep it to, to possibly use or give back to the nymph whenever we find
1: This seems like a bad idea, but you're the one who knows the most about Faye in this group, so I'm just going to let this happen.
3: I mean, if Thistle shows us the bag, uh, Ahanzi will just kind of talk aloud to the clearing. Just We're sorry to have disturbed you. Uh, We're looking for someone, perhaps. You can aid us? We don't mean any harm.
0: It's at about this point where um, all of you can feel the earth tremor very gently, not like super violent, but you all can feel it in your feet.
2: I look down. Torn? Uh,
4: No, I was just saying cool. Okay, I'm just keeping an eye out for (laughs) a threat.
1: Oh man, I don't have phalmaturgy on this character. Boo! I was Mm -hmm. gonna do it back.
0: Uh, (laughs) a moment later, you can hear like a very loud, like coming from the distance. Uh, the direction that the banana leaf that I described earlier is. You can hear like this low, like. thrumming growl just like grrr, I don't know I'm not going to do this very well but imagine that if you will I yelp
1: I just look unimpressed and just stare in the direction of that and just sort of uh, in my best uh, like mom voice I guess just sort of being like now there's no need for that I'm calling a bluff. I think I think this thing is fucking with us. What? What? Pixie's <laughs> fucking with you? Who would have Like, yeah, no. Nah.
0: I have always had my encounters be super straightforward,
1: especially especially when there's like you know fucking Faye involved. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, at this point, I'm thinking Masami's like I've met like a fucking arch Faye, and he was weird, but strangely polite what the hell is this nymph gonna do right (laughs) also probably not the wisest idea
2: and the little brownie
1: i'm actually going to take out not necessarily like threateningly but like take out my trident and like put it like next to me like a la aquaman and like like a walking stick and kind of pose with it and just sort of like glare in the direction of the uh um of the of the growling and being just sort of again that sort of like mom voice stop that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I mean this that it just happens the once. So
1: the nice woman asked you a question, and that's your response. We're not looking for trouble. We're just looking for you. Unless you are trouble.
0: No response. I'm
2: gonna use my actor feet. Um, I have uh, what's his name, Mesa, Mesa Tommy, the Beholder, as one of my voices. So I'm gonna just use the voice of a Beholder and just go. You've been asked twice now. Please show yourself.
0: There's no response.
3: I'm just gonna walk over To that banana leaf uh, And kind of hunker down if it, if it is low to the ground I'll, I'll get on whatever its level is And just We found your lunch <laughs> Again, we didn't mean to disturb you There's nothing no response whatsoever. Uh, Faye is not a Hansi's wheelhouse at all. Um Do I see any other movement in the clearing?
0: No, there is none.
1: All right, I had to do push to talk. I uh, forgot about that. Um, I forgot. I didn't prepare protect evil and good. I prepared detect evil and good. So I'm going to go ahead and cast detect evil and good on myself and see what I can see.
0: And what does that do for you?
1: Uh, for the duration, you know if there's an aberration celestial elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has magic- been magically consecrated or desecrated.
0: Okay. Um Yeah, no, you, you put that on and outside of what your party would normally sort of register on that, there's nothing.
1: Just a void?
0: Yeah. There's no none of those beings are nearby.
3: Mm.
1: Interesting. I'm gonna start walking in the direction that I heard the the um the growling from and see if I ping anything. But I'm not gonna like leave the clearing. I'm just gonna kinda see if I can push the boundaries of that thirty feet a little bit farther into the forest. Nope. Intriguing. Okay. Well I think it lasts for like ten minutes, so I'm gonna hold it up hold that up for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah shoot, I should have ritual cast Tick Magic first. Oh well.
3: Leilu,
2: stop. I mean, we can take the 10 minutes for you to cast Detect Magic.
1: Uh, no, well, here's the thing. I can I can Ritual Cast Detect Magic. I can't Ritual Cast uh, Detect Good and Evil, and they're both concentration, so I'd much rather hold the concentration on the spell that I just cast gotcha, gotcha. for the 10 minutes that I have it for, and then if we don't find anything, then I might go ahead and Ritual Cast Detect Magic after that. But
0: uh, yeah. Does anyone else go for any other action during that time?
3: Um, uh, if I don't see anything outwardly suspicious, then no, I'll just kind of generally keep guard.
2: I'm looking at suggestion right now. Give me a
3: second.
1: Well, is so it definitely double check to make sure that you have to, as far as like, if you have to be able to see whatever you're well, casting that's what I'm looking
3: at. You
0: do. You can't just suggest in a global sense.
1: I'm going to esoterically suggest. Right. That would be useful, though. Okay.
2: Plus, I imagine that Fae would be immune to the, to being charmed.
1: I mean, that is the half-elf's whole shtick, so... You yeah. You Fae blood, and that's how you get that.
2: I am ultra-Fae.
0: So... Uh ten minutes pass you get no blips on your detection at any point
3: yeah.
1: interesting okay um in those ten minutes, I do kind of wanna i would i i don't have I don't really have good nature um I do want to kind of investigate the area a little bit more, but I don't know how much more I can really do that's not already handled um
4: You don't um, still hear gonna... the liar, right? Good don't talk.
2: hear the liar anymore, right? No. Um, I'm just gonna kind of yell out. Well, I'm pretty patient. We can wait a while. In fact, and I got your your lunch here, so uh, I've got time. So I'm gonna open up the little pouch and like. No, I probably shouldn't eat the favorite. bread. Damn it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just say it's probably, about it. I mean, pro- probably. I don't know. You you know more about how fey work than I do and honestly by the fact that you have a uh, a friend in high fey places out of anybody you might have the best chance of not getting whisked away into the fey wild because you're already bought and paid for as far as they're concerned I think yeah. they, they work on contracts I don't know how this works
2: well I'm not gonna actually eat it but I'm just gonna pretend to eat it you know when like if you're fucking with a dog or a kid or something like you put it near your mouth and just go num 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 So I'm going to pretend to eat the bread and just make a big production of, like, this is delicious. I wish I had more.
1: Mmm, dinner. Yum. Dinner. Like the John Mulaney bit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Nothing happens.
1: Can I do some sort of... I guess it would probably still be a nature check. um, As far as phosphorescent uh, plant life is not Typically common I don't think For like rainforest This seems like definitely more of like an underground Kind of thing can I sort of investigate to see If this is something that Is naturally occurring in this forest Or yeah, if it's can. okay
0: that be a nature
1: That's a big old 12
0: I don't know. Fucking I don't know You're not from around here who knows
1: I'm better at metal, not plants.
3: <laughs> do I see any tracks in the area at all?
0: Nope.
3: None? Damn. Not,
0: not even a one, other than your you know, your party zone.
3: Hmm. Well, do we want to just continue going in the direction that we heading
0: Everyone make constitution before? checks. What was that, Kenny? Everyone make constitution checks.
1: Checks or saves?
0: Uh, Let's go with saves, because that's the right word.
1: Nat
2: 20.
3: Eight.
0: 19. 16. Okay. Torrin, you begin to feel a little sleepy. You're... Wait, um... What are your resistance slash invulnerabilities?
4: I'm immune to disease and resistant to cold.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you start to feel a bit sleepy. Like, you could probably take a long rest. You've been traveling all day, after all.
4: hmm I'll go sit, like, down and lean up against, like, a tree or something.
0: Or a rock.
2: Um, and I know that I passed, but no magical sleep can be used against me.
0: I didn't ask you for your resistances and immunities.
1: be <laughs> fair. She did. She did say you didn't ask, but she was telling you anyways.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm going to give the least amount of information possible.
1: I know. I get it. Um. <laughs> we probably don't even notice there's anything wrong with uh with Torn, Torn. Do no, it. doing. We've been sitting here for a
2: while. He's bored. I get it. I want to yell out, do the other people just die from boredom? What is going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought Faye were supposed to be way more, like, you know, fun and exciting, but that seems kind of lame. I'm
3: just gonna call them out like that? Right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm just gonna start doing stuff that entertain myself, like thaumaturgy, make the ground shake, okay. uh, We'll do some minor illusions of like, oh look, now it's snowing.
0: Yeah. Alright. Um you all quickly find yourself losing daylight. It 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 gets dark quickly here in this grove, so it may only be mid to late afternoon, but it's getting dark quick.
1: I mm. vote we're not making camp here. So I vote we head back to the path, if we can't.
0: I mean, that's several hours' travel at this point.
1: Oh, shit. Um Hmm.
2: Maybe the Fae only comes out at night. No, but we heard it's liar. Uh, damn it.
3: <laughs> um... does so which direction would the the brook be flowing in
0: oh jeez okay so you guys traveled southwest to get here and it's going semi perpendicular so let's just say it's going east west
3: okay um do we want to maybe travel Along the brook, along the stream.
1: I will say before we leave here, I definitely don't like the idea of losing this much daylight. Um, I do want to go ahead and ritual cast detect magic and just see if I get any ping Okay.
2: Yeah, and before we leave, I'll tie some twine. Um, you want know, a couple places in this grove?
0: All right. So you cast, you do that. You detect. You cast detect magic, and you know outside of what you expect amongst your party members, uh, you see um, the sack, the little, like, parcel that um, Thistle has is magical. And... that. Do I get a
1: school of magic associated with it, or is it just generally magical?
0: Uh, I think you... When you focus on it, you can tell for sure. Um, so assuming you do that, uh, it's Conjuration.
1: Okay, I'm going to share that with the group.
0: Um, outside of that, also... Um, I guess... Yeah, I guess... Um, just the whole area, this whole little particular part of the brook that has, like, the the glowy mushrooms and such has just sort of a general air of necromantic magic to it.
1: Oh, it is a goth pixie! Okay,
3: um,
1: do I get the sense... I mean, I don't know if that would be like an Arcana check, or like what it would be, if to see if that's like a recent, if 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 what how old that necromantic wafting is. But I don't think that that's not something in the spell.
0: No, but uh, go ahead and give an Arcana and see if you can tell.
1: Oh, that's an eighteen.
0: So the the Arc the necromantic magic, it seems to be. Just sort of like a general enchantment on the area to make the fungus be so, you know, grown. It, yeah, it's, gotta it's, have dead it's, stuff it's... for
1: the for the fungus.
0: Well, you're focusing on the wrong aspect of necromantic magic. Remember, Cure Minor Wounds is a necromancy spell.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right.
0: So... There's it's it's more of a positive energy, necromantic magic going on here. More kind of like druidcraft, how you can sort of encourage things to grow. It's more like that.
1: Gotcha. I always I always get confused because it's like I think I think they they've changed what school like the cure wounds and stuff like all that has like been for like yeah. <laughs> healing spells
0: <laughs> used to be in a a form of evocation I believe.
4: No, they are now a form of evocation. They used to be necromancy.
0: Oh, fuck. Then I have that backwards. Sorry. You should have gotten evocation vibe from this from the beginning. I, sorry, got that backwards myself.
1: Oh, no, you're good. I, I had that same, because I had the thing when uh, my first uh, character in 3.5 was a cleric, and I had the whole, like, at least having to walk me through, it's like, no, 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 your cure wounds is actually a necromancy spell. I'm like, that makes no sense. I was supposed Her- to not like that.
2: Nope. There's a give and take to life.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So, yeah, all right, you, cool. you get the impression that the vibrance of this area is magically
1: enhanced. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll keep that up. I'm going to share all that information with the group. I don't know what we want to do about it, but just FYI. Yes.
3: Well, I guess if it's getting dark, we should find a place more suitable than this to camp. And we're going to be hard-pressed to do that in such thick woods. All right, Torrin, up and on him. Let's go. Hmm.
4: I will get up and... Yeah.
0: You're feeling lethargic, but, Mm -hmm. you know you're not really inhibited in any way. You feel like if they left you though for like 10 more minutes, you probably would have fallen asleep.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, uh, you guys follow the Brooks, uh, the, the flow
3: of the brook, I assume. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to suggest the other way, maybe looking more for the, the source, the source of the water. Um, depending on what everybody else feels.
4: I mean, I think the source is better bit.
3: Okay.
0: Anyone else have hard feelings? Yeah, I
2: don't care one way or the other.
3: All right.
1: I got my magic sense up, and I'm just keeping the weather eye open for the next 10 minutes.
0: Okay. So you don't really detect anything. You guys uh, travel um, against the the stream um and it's not maybe 30 minutes when uh you all reach a very visible crack in uh earth uh, in like a sort of high rise of stone um and the water seems to be pouring out of there maybe some sort of subterranean natural spring
3: okay
1: interesting
0: But overall, this actually looks like a really nice place to camp. There's a fair amount of level ground.
3: Yep, let's camp here then.
1: Yeah, definitely. We'll camp here. I say we take watches, and we take watches in pairs.
3: I absolutely second that. Um, I cannot see in the dark. So... I would definitely like to have... I think almost everybody can but me, actually. Yeah. Should we make a fire? Uh, a small one, I, at least.
1: Yeah, maybe. May- I'm, I'm kind of hesitant in making a fire because I think that we, I might lead stuff to us. Um, I can take first watch with you, Ahanzi, and then second watch could be Thistle and uh, and Torin. Okay. Sound good? Mm-hmm. And it's I don't tor- have Dark
4: faces just as a point. So me and Hanzi both. Oh, okay, don't have- okay.
1: That's right. You're Dragon.
4: Yeah, yeah Dragonborn don't have it.
1: That's right. Yeah, I figure I figure between your ability to possibly have spook sense and uh, um, Thistle's ability to probably not be charmed as easily, that's probably a good duo. And then I've got really good perception but you know, a Hanzi's got much more resistances to stuff generally. So we have we have a resistant one and a perceptive one for each.
0: Yep. Alright, so which pair of you is first watch?
1: We'll say Ahanzi and uh and me.
0: Okay. So uh you guys set up camp relatively easily. Um Torin, you find sleep super easy. Um, mm-hmm. and uh the rest of the party or sorry um the awake part of the party uh you know the night starts off and the the jungle comes alive and you will even see that a couple of larger predators uh sort of scope you guys out uh in the distance but turn away realizing the danger involved in trying to take you all on is far greater than it's worth.
1: Those large bipedal things have spears and yeah. Yeah. It's like, eh, not, not today, Satan, not. Today.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after, you know, a leopard and a panther both be like, mm, nah, uh, you guys hear a loud screeching in the sky
1: In the sky?
0: Yep.
3: I'm guessing we can't really see anything at this point. Can I identify the sound at all?
0: Uh, Give me a nature check. And a real high result.
3: (laughs) Be good, dice. I shit you not, natural 20. So...
0: As the two of you As begin per to, your request. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as the two of you sort of begin to like get in arms and prepare for a fight, maybe, or something might dive bomb the camp, uh uh Ahansi sort of, you know, you, you, you sort of collect yourself and you go, wait a second, that's not that's not an attack, that's that's wicked serpents that the uh, must be catching bats or or fighting one another in the air as they are nocturnal creatures. So there's, from what you assume and sort of can see scraps of through the canopies, uh breaks, is there's a, a feasting of several winged serpents flying through the air, attacking other nocturnal flying creatures. Om nom nom. Okay. But they let out this this horrible screech. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Not a fan of that, but you know, everybody's got to eat, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, if you eat bats, the easiest thing to do is to overwhelm their ears.
1: True. You know what you write. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm just the imagining
3: silence afterwards.
0: Yeah, just imagining a snake just like scream at a bat. <laughs> and it's just very funny. And just like make.
1: but in like a human voice, they're like ah yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So uh <clears throat> you uh the rest of first watch is incredibly uh chill and nothing
3: else happens. okay well that's
0: second watch then
3: yep
2: all
0: right mm-hmm. wake up yeah so uh second watch is pretty relaxing um what's the higher? which one of you has the higher passive perception or you both have ten right oh we yep. both have ten
1: Great shit, you guys are the ones with the lower perception. Oops, this is not the best I that's uh, not the Minnesota. best pairing.
0: Eh, you, know, it's fine. you guys you guys could have done worse, I'll tell you that. Um so you guys are sort of every you know so often one of you will patrol the edge of camp, just sort of give a fresh look around and whatever.
1: Stretch your legs.
0: <laughs> uh Then uh, on one of the patrols, uh, Torin, you you see a small scroll bound up and tied in a knot. Uh, or sorry, bound with a with a with a twine and tied a knot right on the edge of camp. Uh, I'll pick it up. In in your hands, you could mistake it for a, you know. Like a tiny little, you know, if you unfurl it, it, you know, I'm trying to imagine how small this scroll mm-hmm. is. It's tiny. It fits in your palm, you know. Right. Uh, He's
1: also the biggest one of us, so it's like, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, so in your in your palm, you can do you unravel it, or do you just sort of leave it?
4: Yeah, I mean, out? I'll do my best to. It's kind of small, but mm-hmm. I could do my best to unravel and try and read it.
0: Yeah, it's written in. Uh, sylvan which i don't think you read
4: nope
3: i do
0: let
4: me not show it over to thistle
0: okay so the letter reads hello intruders uh you all interrupted my lunch stole my parcel and made me have to run home when i didn't want to You're meanies I want you to go away. Leave my parcel. And at the end it says, P.S. Don't come to the ruins. I don't live there. That's not my home. But you can leave the parcel there.
3: Subtle. All
2: right. Um, So, Torrin, do you think we should wake the others and... Do anything about this now or just deal with it in the morning?
4: Considering I can barely see at night and Hansi can barely see at night, we'll wait till morning. All right. All
0: right, but the the rest of the night is incredibly peaceful.
2: Okay, so in the morning, um, I will show the others the note and read it to them and go, I don't know which way the ruins are, but I think that's our best bet of where we should go next.
1: I agree. Um...
3: Do we want to go back to that little grove, and then just keep heading in the direction that We were given to begin with yeah yeah that sounds like a plan
1: all right i'm a fan
3: so i guess we'll head back down the stream to the the mushroom area
0: okay and then go the direction of the disturbed banana leaf
3: more or less yes
0: On that, let's take another fiver, because I drank a lot of tea this morning. (laughs) And we're back from our second break. Um, So, what did... uh, Now that you've all sort of moved on from that grove and are heading towards the direction that you think is correct, uh, do you take any additional precautions along that point, or...?
3: Do you just want to be at the next locale? Uh, I'm, as I usually do, I'm just generally keeping an eye out for things that look harmful. Um, Whether it be slippery areas that we needn't step on or dangerous animals or things like that.
0: Why don't you give me a constitution save?
3: Oh, boy. That's a 16.
0: Okay. <clears throat> your maximum hit points are reduced by 6 for the day.
3: No. No. But why?
0: Unsure. Just You feel weaker today. Like something's been sapping your strength.
3: Mm. Why well, should it be
1: the mites that they mourn this about?
3: Probably you said by six. Yep, eh.
0: just for today,
1: as far as we know, at least. All right. I'd like to think that 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 snapping sign was a finger gun, but I don't know for sure. It was. (laughs) Uh, In in my heart, it's a finger gun. So I'm I'm glad to know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So. You guys sort of continue on that direction for a little while. Maybe about an hour or two. And you can see that, uh, in the distance, a, a old, abandoned, stoned path, with most of its bricks missing or fallen away, begins to form.
1: This okay. looks like the beginning of a ruin, maybe.
0: Yep, let's go down the path. By Jove, you're right. Um,
1: Who could have seen this coming?
0: Fuck y'all! Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who is Jove, and why do we care about his opinion anyway?
0: Exactly. Um, so you, uh, yeah, you follow this sort of beginning stony path, and it see, leads- we can't
1: really shit talk because it took it took us like two whole days to go the direction that the DM was clearly pointing us in. So, like, we can't really shit talk, right?
0: Anyway. <clears throat> Sorry. You guys quickly sort of, you know, have to cut through some vines to continue forward, but before you is a clearing with a very stereotypical looking stony ruins uh, with, you know, several fallen down and, uh, you know, abandoned uh, columns that probably used to hold up uh, thresholds Um. And the whole main structure looks like a rhino skull.
3: Cool. Legit. Rhino
1: skull. I was about to ask, like, does this look look like it was made by Sneeple, but I like rhino people better. Because that's just weird and cool and crazy.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's like a side view to you guys. Um. Like, uh, like you're looking at a rhino from the side and it's just the head so like okay. there's the main you know part of it and it's like sloped down to the one side sort of uh and then there's the big tusk part of the tip of the tusk is broken off and then the back uh yeah so imagine like right behind the eye there which is that center of the three holes i assume Mm-hmm. That all is broken off and the very tip of one of the, of the horn on the, the, the biggest horn is, is broken off.
1: And is, okay. is this like a normal size rhinoceros, skull or is this a massive one? I mean,
0: I'm saying that the size of the, 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 the shape of the main structure is that shaped. So the main structure is probably about the size of a two story building. But it, it's made out of stone. Like, it's not a rhino skull. It just looks like that. Okay.
1: Shape. Would I be able to do a history check to see if that has any sort of bearing as far as, like, was there any significance of, like, rhino deities or something? Sure. Or historical, yeah. That's a 19.
0: You know that the 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 native people of the rainforest often pray to the most uh, powerful beasts that they know. So, assuming that this is a temple to rhinos, obviously I mean, it's rhinos some has sort of, somebody
3: up. So that's yeah,
0: fair. It's obviously some sort of rhino cult.
1: I can, I can dig. I can dig. Uh, rhinos will absolutely fuck up a dude, so... That seems valid. Um... Can I go ahead and do a perception check to see if I see anything as far as, like... I'm, I've am i got eyes on things that have got eyes on us at this point. Sort of just kind of keeping, keeping a watch for anything moving or washing or rustling.
0: Yep. It's been made very clear so far this session that both... You and the barbarian do not want to get caught off guard.
1: Nope, not even a little bit. Fate bullshit I mean, is weird. Fa- yeah, fate bullshit is the worst, and I've spent too many sessions—the past couple of sessions—just uh, getting like, no, I- I'm paranoid. Fuck this. Uh, that is uh, 16 plus five is 21.
2: And I embrace the fate shit. You, you
3: are, are the, the fate shit. shit.
0: <laughs> so, um, so you guys, uh, do you approach the temple?
3: Yeah, I will. Um, looking for any signs of life, I guess, in or around the area.
0: So you guys, uh, have to sort of approach the skull, um, and go up some stairs, uh, to, to reach the main entry, uh, hanzi to even, you know, your perception, it's very obvious that, oh wow, that's a pressure plate right there, guys. Watch out for that very obvious pressure plate right before okay. the stairs.
3: Good to know.
4: As we are starting to make our way to the stairs, I am going to get tasked, uh protection from evil and good on myself.
0: All right. So, uh, you guys deftly uh, maneuver around the super obvious pip, um, uh, pressure plate trap and are able to ascend the stairs. As you get to the top of the stairs, you see that you guys can enter the uh, rhino skull temple, or you just to like the broken right side of it is a stairwell that just goes down. Which way do you go?
2: I vote not down.
1: Yeah, I get the feeling if we go down, it's going to be hard to get back up.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you go into the into the skull?
3: Yep.
0: So the skull wonder, is... Brains yeah.
3: are still in here. <laughs>
0: uh, you go into the skull, and it is dimly lit with more of these bioluminescent mushrooms. And, uh... You can see there is a small altar uh, with a couple of unlit candles and a stairwell that goes down
1: so it looks like we're going down regardless at some point but uh what's the iconography on the uh on the the temple uh
0: the The altar has uh a bony structure that doesn't seem to be made out of any one bone um but it seems to be two rhino skulls facing away from each other.
1: So it definitely looks like that was, that was part of the temple originally and not something that maybe got after the fact. Right. Interesting. Okay. Um I'm going to go ahead. Um, hold on, give me one second. I got So as a as a note, guys, it's not concentration, so I'd only get like a one one ping. But I did prepare uh, fine traps today, that's so easy. that's an option. Um, it's a hundred and twenty foot radius. So before we really, I, but I it, it's a second level spell, and uh, it's just like a, a general ping. So probably want to save it for when we're like got like a more dense area or something, but.
3: Mm. But that would be just specifically like physical traps. I, I'm, I'm willing I'm to bet. I'm pretty
1: sure it's, um, it's uh, it also how was it? You sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable, which is, which was specifically intended by, as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would an area affected by an alarm spell, a glyph of warding, a mechanical pit trap, but would not reveal the natural weaknesses in a floor, unstable ceiling, or hidden sinkhole. Got it. The spell merely reveals the trap is present. You don't learn the location of each trap, but you do learn the general nature of the danger posed to the trap, uh, trap you sense. Okay. I won't be able to, like, undo them, but I'll definitely be able to tell, like, that's another... Like, there's, there's definitely a pitfall over there, for
0: Hey, guys, them. this hallway is fucky.
1: <laughs> this hallway will fuck with your face, so maybe don't. <laughs> All
0: right. <clears throat> so, you guys, uh... Have, you know, the option of... Oh, sorry. So, are you guys done with this altar?
3: Um, It doesn't appear to to have been recently used, does it? uh, I mean, how would you discern that? Uh, I don't know. Freshly burnt candles, incenses that look relatively recent, or anything like that. Uh, Ahanzi's not big for religion, but just general signs that things that... Wouldn't have necessarily been found here before have been placed recently.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, there are candles here, but they have. They're not lit.
2: Should I
3: leave the parcel here? Um. I mean. They said to leave it in the temple. They didn't say where in the temple. Yeah, okay. Why don't I leave it
2: here and. Hopefully that'll be kind of like bait. You know, the the creature will come and try to claim it. Um, can we like hide or or stake out? Um, you know, ourselves around here so that we can we can catch it. If it-
1: I don't know how well that's going to work, we're already in its domain. I'm pretty sure it already knows we're here. We've not been stealthy up until this point. That's fair. All
2: right, I will drop the parcel on the altar and then just go. All right. Your lunch is back.
1: Are you actually going to come out and talk to us this time? Because frankly, you were rude in your letter and I would love to talk.
2: I think that right now you're being the meanie, not us.
1: Do you all that in common or Sylvan? Cool.
2: I'll say that in Sylvan.
1: I really just, I, I just wanted to know what the Sylvan word for meanie is. Want, I want you to teach me that later. Cause that seems like a very useful. It's like
0: to meanie, know. but it's higher pitched.
1: <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> on helium. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, anyway, so outside of some verbal jousting, what do you all do? Is that it?
1: Uh, I want to poke around this room a little bit more, but...
2: Can I, like, poke around the altar? Any, you know, hidden buttons or mechanisms or anything?
1: Investigation!
3: Um I'll assist in that if I can. Yes, please. Do you have proficiency in it? I do have an I I do in investigation, yes.
0: Okay, then yeah, you can roll with advantage, thistle.
2: Oh not helpful either way. Um that's an eleven.
1: Alright. Better than better than slightly better than average.
0: Yeah. Uh, you find a uh, a definite, like, mechanism that's locking the uh, double rhino head thing into place. So, like, you realize that you could remove the idol if you needed to.
2: Legend of the Hidden Temples. <laughs>
1: um, cool. Wait, there was, a, there was a rhino team in that, wasn't there?
0: Was uh, the red monkeys or red red, red jaguars? Which one was the the chimpanzees? Uh, blue uh, the blue barracudas.
2: The uh, blue barracudas. Silver snakes. Yeah, those uh, are my
4: boys. Green Orange
2: iguanas.
4: I think it was green monkeys. Purple
2: yeah. parrots. Green monkeys. Red
0: Jaguars. Okay. Well, that was all of them, then. Green monkeys. And, oh, yeah.
2: and, yeah, blue barracudas.
0: I loved how they There's always had, that always like...
2: Bad. Ooh, the purple parrots. That always sucked.
3: That's what
0: I that... said. Yeah, that was already said. <laughs> yeah, it was like they'd always get, like, the jocks to be on the blue and red teams, and then by the time they got to the silver and purple teams, they're like, you guys get nerds. <laughs> Just losers. I love it so much. much. I, always, I always fucking cheered for the silver serpents, but whatever. Yeah, silver snakes really <laughs> do. Alright, so... You guys, uh... Poke around, you, you find that at the altar. Um, uh, Masami, you find... I mean, little else to this chamber. It's a very simple room. Um, you can see that there's clearly some... Uh, mats that are just, like, almost one with the stone floor at this point, that presumably people either napped, slept, or prayed on towards this altar. Uh, okay. But nothing else, really, can you tell about this room.
1: All right. Um, I, I guess while everybody else is really kind of doing investigation stuff, uh, can I do another uh, ritual cast of detect magic, see if I get any pings in here and just keep...
0: Yeah, you can. Uh, Torn, do you do anything during this time?
4: Mm, I'm going to after the cast.
0: Okay. Uh, you're not affected by what you were sleepy by anymore, by the way. Mm-hmm. That was only yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, um, <clears> I figured. <throat> Alright, so you cast Detect Magic. You can detect the same evocation magic on this chamber that you detected over at the grove. Um, and, uh, you can feel an eerie creeping of enchantment magic coming from the cellar.
1: Okay. I will let the group know that. Because my money's still on the fey, some sort of fey wild shits bleeding over into this. Um, I guess... I don't know. I kind of I feel bad about the fact that this place is being repurposed because this is clearly not I mean this is clearly some sort of deity's space that's being invaded.
4: I'm gonna recast protection from good and evil and head
0: down the stairs.
1: Okay. I, I guess we'll fall. Uh, do we want to take the stairs down in this room or do you want to take the stairs back in the in the earlier room?
0: Outside, really. It was outside. Yeah, I guess outside. No, I'm the ones in here. So, Torin starts to head down the stairs. Um, I
1: won't be too far behind him. I will follow as well. Yep.
0: So, uh, it's still dimly lit down these stairs. And the stairs are short. It's only one, like, story down. <clears throat> but you are in a, um, two hallways. Or, the you know, you, you come to a hallway that goes left or right. And both of them curve. Uh, pointing the same direction. So if you went left or if you went right, both of them sort of curve, you know, to the right or to the left. So they both end up going the same direction anyway. Um, running parallel, I should say. Right. But uh, the halls are somewhat narrow, only wide enough for one person to go, uh, you know, through the hall. Um. <clears throat> and there's etchings on the wall, the and as you sort of get into the cellar, you can hear that lyre being played. Except this time, it is being played. Uh, it wasn't just sort of the occasional sort of lazy notes as before. Like this is a this is a full song that's being performed.
4: Hmm. hmm. Uh, since it's kind of dim down here, I will light a torch. Okay.
3: And then Go
4: ahead. I was gonna say, then uh, I guess head to the right.
0: Okay. So it's about 20 feet before the hall starts to curve. Um, and you can see uh, as you pass through that curve, um, there is very obvious traps. I mean, like. The the, the torchlight makes them obvious, I should say. But you're like, that's not even like a trip line, that's like a trip rope. I can see right. it from here. It's like uh, somebody
1: put us put one of the box traps with the with the with the stick holding it up and it just has a rope on the other <laughs> end. Like 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 the little little, little fall trap.
0: Yeah, it's it's all very obvious traps in this hallway. I mean you guys can see them very clearly. Um you know, almost to the point where you wouldn't trip them unless you did so intentionally.
1: I'm going to start undoing them. Just be like, you know, we're going to untie this rope. We're going to just as best I can disarming them as we go.
0: Okay. Uh, it's not difficult. Um, but as you do disarm the first trap, it sort of like, you know, snaps its mechanism Uh, and the music stops and you all hear down the hall, um, a, a sort of panicked steps and at the end of the hall, maybe 40 feet from the party, you all can see a halfling sized being, uh, clad in, uh, leaves bound to her, um, hourglass form in uh by twine and other fibrous um you know wrappings and stands there hey, it... good
1: no i was like hey look this somebody else is a fan of twine yeah <laughs> um i want
2: to use my favorite. i want to
0: finish my description okay uh she stands there with like one hand harumphed on her hip and the other hand holding her lyre, and she just like starts to wave it as she screams at you all in Sylvan. Which I believe only Thistle understands.
1: Yeah, Thistle's the only one who's got this.
0: He goes, Can't you all tell that I'm doing something important? Just go away!
2: We're doing something important, too. And we need to talk to you.
0: And he goes, No time! And she just, like, raspberries at you guys and then turns and to walk away to- to return playing her liar.
1: I didn't catch a word of that. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Cause at this point in time, she's rude. And I'll, okay. I'll just
2: tell the creature. Okay. That's fine. We'll wait. And I'll like sit down and you know be a captive audience and listen to her playing.
4: I'm going to keep going forward. <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, I'm just going to follow.
1: I didn't hear a word of any, like, I heard a word of it, but I didn't understand any of it, so since this is now sitting on the ground, Uh, I got a raspberry blown at me by a weird nymph thing, and I'm just going to keep on undoing these very obvious traps and then eventually wandering.
0: Yeah, so you guys get (laughs) through the hallway, and uh, you can see there is a couple of throw pillows for which the nymph is sitting on, uh, and then down about six steps into a rather sizable auditorium-like domish ish chamber. Um, kind of like a reverse theater, if you would imagine. Uh, where you're all on the stage and the seats are out there. Um, except the only thing that's out there is a massive creature uh that okay that rests upon its uh four limbs it has a gigantic pair of mandibles yeah. that when it as it sort of sleeps it chatters it wide and then snaps shut and when they're at its widest you realize that the silhouette of its head looks like two rhinos facing away from each other.
1: Okay. This is probably some sort of guardian or god that was supposed to originally be here. Good time. Uh,
0: and the face, the, the nymph seems to be keeping it asleep with her song.
2: Oh.
1: Interesting.
2: Oh, I don't know if we need it to wake up or not.
1: Yeah, this is clearly some sort of deity for this place. And we do know this is a holy place, By, as per snake people from earlier.
2: Um, I'll, I'll, you know, still, I'll get up and, uh, you know, go go to everyone else and tell them what uh, the nymph had said. Um, and then I'm going to go, you know, over... To the nymph, and uh, say... N-
0: no. I'm uh, sorry? The moment you approach the nymph, um, make a dexterity saving throw. Mm, that's a nine.
2: No, that's a ten, because
0: we leveled up. All right. That's, you trip on an invisible force and are pushed back ten feet. Harmlessly, ah. but you're repelled. Boing. And uh, the the nymph switches to common, which is uh, going to sound sort of squeaky by comparison to the rest of yours, Common. I said I need to perform. Stop. You're going to wake the damn thing.
1: What is the damn thing? Because I'm very curious as to how all this and I'm just going to gesture to the whole like her being on. I'm very curious as to how all this happened. There's definitely a story here, and I'm very curious. She, uh, I'll, I'll translate.
0: She speaks in common. Uh, she, the nymph very clearly looks past you all at both of the doors, the doorways that enter to this room, and then she takes on a cunning smile, stops playing, and goes, wait, you all might be able to free me from this mess, and with that, she sort of uh, breaks her lyre on her knee, and then turns invisible.
1: Okay. Um. Can I do a perception check to see where she is, even though she's invisible? Before this thing eventually like.
0: You can do so. You can take a disadvantage. Yeah. Oh boy.
1: That is still a 16.
0: Okay. So uh, you see that she moved up. Um, but you don't get any indication of what that really means until you see the liar become visible again in the two parts that it is. Uh, bang on the ceiling and drop to the ground. When they do so... Uh, the no- the very loud smash that they make as they hit the the stone floor and tumble down the stairs and bump the sleeping beast uh it stirs and wakes making that same low growl no song from before uh, oh shit with the ground rumbling very severely uh on- under your feet and as you guys roll initiative to fight this um, huge size Umber Hulk, we're going to uh, call it for today.
3: Ah! <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, that's
1: all I got to say. Just, yep. just lots, lots of yelling.
0: <laughs> so let me draw. The general chamber you guys are in?
1: I mean, I guess this is one way to solve the problem. I, <laughs> I, maybe they did worship a number hulk. I don't know. Maybe they just happen to look kind of... I don't... <laughs>
0: anyway, we can save the the description of the room for after the session. But as always, I've been your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We had our uh, Ratbeak party, including our Warlock. Elise, playing Thistle. Our Cleric. Uh,
1: Masami, played by Katie.
0: Our Paladin fighter. Torin played by James. And our Barbarian.
3: A Hanzi played by Melanie.
0: Thank you all for joining us and
3: see you next time. Ah! <laughs> Bye.